Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income, both actively, primarily passively. We invest in everything from single family houses to big apartment complexes, big self-storage complexes, big senior living, hotels, and anything that produces cash flow. And I'm replying to an email from a guy who wishes to remain anonymous uh, for (laughs) obvious reasons when you hear this question. His question is simple, is cash flow overrated? And he asks about, should you, you know, go buy in areas where it produces cash flow and then also invest in areas that promise large amounts of appreciation and wait for plus or minus 30 years, which one's going to make the most money? So to make sure you understand this, he's asking, should I buy for cash flow or should I combine it with appreciation or should I just invest for appreciation and the answer is very very simple and easy to understand don't buy anything that doesn't cash flow see when you go out let's first make a distinction between speculation and investing they are two distinctly different things. Speculation or gambling is when you buy low to sell high. You are predicting the future. You're saying, I'm going to buy this and it's going to go up in value and that's the only way I'm going to make money. That is crystal ball, magic, witchcraft, Uh, whatever you want to call it. So when a person asks about that, they're talking about investing or speculating. See, going out and buying real estate that produces cash flow, that's an investment, not speculation because it cash flows every month. You're not only making money on appreciation, you're making money on cash flow and of course, principal pay down and equity capture. What people need to understand is that going out and picking neighborhoods that you think are going to appreciate is the same as buying stocks and trying to pick the ones that are going to appreciate and go up in value. 
it's proven impossible for the last 10,000 years. It, you can't do it. No one's ever been able to do it. What happens is, once in a while, people get lucky. They invest in Apple. Apple skyrockets. And then they run around going, I'm a genius. I picked Apple. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Do it again. They can't. They can't do it again. It's like there's all kinds of books out there where on the front cover it says, meet so-and-so who predicted the 2007 uh, collapse accurately. They don't mention that he had predicted a collapse in 2002, 1977, 1963, and he was wrong. No, they point out that he predicted 2007. No, he got lucky. He got lucky. And luck is a real thing. I had a friend, Doug, who for five years made between 16 and 30% in the stock market. 16 and 30%. That's unheard of. And then all of a sudden it stopped. He couldn't figure out why. He's like, I'm doing the same thing, same formula, same analysis, and now I'm losing money. If I remember the story correctly, he lost about half of what he had made before he pulled out of the stock market. But he says to me, man, I j it just dawned on me. I was lucky for five years. It was just pure luck because I couldn't duplicate it. Real estate, speculation, stocks, gold, silver, crypto, it's all gambling. You cannot predict the future when it comes to appreciation. You can predict the future with great accuracy, not perfect, but with great accuracy when it comes to cash flow. So what Anonymous is not realizing is that you get appreciation in all neighborhoods of one type or another. Real estate, as a very strong rule, there are exceptions, doubles in value every 20 years and has so since 1776. Doubles in value every 20 years. But appreciation is the icing on the cake. It's not the cake. The cake is cash flow. Now, does your appreciation sometimes become more than your cash flow? Absolutely. But you still want to look at it as, hey, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You don't invest for appreciation. You invest for cash flow. Speculation is what you're doing 
when you're trying to get appreciation. So, Anonymous, don't buy anything that doesn't cash flow. You'll get the appreciation by default. And it allows you to continue to grow your portfolio forever. See, people who speculate and have negative cash flow or break even, they eventually have to stop because they run out of money because they got that negative cash flow. We'll talk more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about this question, is cash flow overrated? And of course, coming from me, it's going to be absolutely heck no. Cash flow is the focus because it allows you to heads I win, tails I win, invest. An example would be Let's say you had 20 houses and you were making 10 grand a month in 2006. 2007 comes, great recession, and all your houses drop in value 40%. Do you care? No. Because you still got $10,000 a month passive income. It stays the same. In fact, it went up in 8, 9, and 10 because so many people were moving out of their homes or losing their homes and moving into apartments that rents went up in both single family and apartments. So the cash flow may have gone from 10000 to 12000 a month. Just crazy stuff. So another thing, Anonymous, that you're not really, and this is a pet peeve of mine, People are money-oriented. That's not the big asset. It's your life. Anonymous, I don't care if my properties appreciate faster. Because you're talking about 30 years from now. Say, well, I made a huge amount of money over that 30 years but you lost 30 years of your life. I don't give a crap about being rich 30 years from now. I want to be rich today. I say that at 57, I said it at 27. You have to have that attitude. You want to be rich now. See, with cash flow, if you buy a bunch of houses that break even, you don't make any cash flow, Try to take a trip to Paris to make love to your wife under the Eiffel Tower. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have any money to do that. 
Um, take the kids to Disney World. Oh, wait, you don't have any money to do that. Buy more real estate. Oh, wait, you don't have any money to do that. No. Buying for appreciation, paying full price for houses, or buying break-even deals that don't cash flow destroys your life. Even if you told me that I could buy in, you knew it. Somehow you knew it. You could buy in this neighborhood in downtown Houston and it's going to triple in value over the next 30 years. But you make no cash flow? I wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. I want to be rich now, not 30 years from now. And I know some of you are going, well, Steve, 10000 a month, 20000 a month really isn't rich. I get that by your definition. But to me, it's riches stink because I can take my wife to France. I can spend time with my kids. I can have time to go to the gym. I can have time for the charities of my choice. That's rich to me. Not just having a number in the bank or assets or whatever. So, Anonymous, you've got to value time. Cash flow today versus appreciation 30 years from now, I'll take the cash flow today. Even if it's a third of what I can make when I'm 30 years from now. I mean, come on, I'm 57, I'll be dead in 30 years. What would that make me, 87? Probably dead. More than likely dead. So, you need to think like that. And what you want to do, Anonymous, is think of your age right now. Let's say you're 45. Think about how fast those 45 years went by. I got bad news for you. The next 45 are going to go by even faster and you'll be 90, probably dead. I know that's a harsh example. Is that, would that be an example or whatever, whatever that was? But you need to face it. It's like tw- you guys that are 27, you think you're young? How fast did those 27 years go by? Fast as heck, right? The next 27 are going to go by even faster. You'll be 54. Have you thought about that? No, you need to take action today to build cash flow. Cash flow is everything. It is quality of lifestyle. It is freedom. And when you do it, you build up this retirement income. I know a lot of you aren't at retirement age and have no interest in retiring at this point. But it does allow you to retire at any age. I mean, I know some kids who were in their 20s and had $20,000, $30,000 a month in income. <laughs> That's a pretty darn high quality of lifestyle. Say, so, well, it's not rich. It's only 360 a year. 
I'm telling you, when you don't have to work for it and you're making 360000 a year, you're rich. Riches stink. So cash flow is not overrated. It is the priority. Don't buy anything that doesn't cash flow. I can't even fathom people buying stocks that don't cash flow. I mean, what are you doing with your life? Oh, but I'll be rich in 30 years. You'll be dead. (laughs) Screw 30 years from now, 20 years from now. Get your money today. Hustle. Grind. Get it done. Build that second stream of income. Don't buy anything that doesn't cash flow. You'll get the appreciation by default. But the truth is your depreciation is going to, I'm sorry, appreciation is probably going to go to your kids or grandkids. Okay, hope that um, explains that clearly. Let me see if there's another comment in here I need to address. No. Again, watch out, Anonymous, because you're talking about speculation versus investing. Remember, investments produce cash flow. Speculation only produces appreciation. Investments produce cash flow and appreciation. Speculation only produces appreciation and consumes massive amounts of your life. 15, 20, 30 years gone just to make a good profit. Whereas cash flow happens today and changes your life today, improves your quality of lifestyle today. Okay. I am going to open the phone lines now. That We actually gave the number out a little bit ago. But if you've got a question for me or a comment or you're wondering about this distinction between investments and speculation or you got a question about building your first stream, uh, second stream of income, I should say, second stream of income, give me a buzz at 281-5585. Excuse me. Let me try that again. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or you're welcome to email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Okay, the next thing I'd like to talk about is based off of this concept that people are not reading, people are not studying. 70% of Americans never read a nonfiction book after high school or college, whatever their highest level of education is. They just don't read nonfiction books. So when they have trouble with their marriage, they don't pick a book on how to improve your marriage. They have trouble making money. They don't pick up a book on how to make money. And this is a very dangerous symptom in America. It's probably the main cause. Let's see. No, I'd blame the stock market first. 
for the main cause that 95% of Americans can't retire by age 65. That's primarily the result, result of the stock market. The secondary is that people are not reading and I have to throw in this word, believing what they read. I want to tell you a story about a 16-year-old kid, wide-eyed, and for some reason humble. You know, kids, a lot of kids think they know it all. This kid didn't. And at age 16, he was given a copy of Zig Ziglar's book, See You at the Top. See You at the Top. And he read it. But he didn't just read it. He studied it. He took a three-ring binder and wrote down notes from the book. He devoured that book. But most importantly, he believed it. He believed it. And we'll talk about why that's so important when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Remember, you if you're interested in learning how to build a second stream of income and starting to build cash flow for yourself and your family, please attend our free sample class to find out how we mentor people to do just that. And you can start really from any financial position. In a perfect world, we'd all have 50000 or more to start with, but some of you don't. you got to start where you're at. Um, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and there'll be a yellow button that says free sample class. You can either watch it live at our office, meet the staff, or you can watch it from home. So go to Total Wealth Academy. Again, if you're understanding this and you're going, wow, I've never built a second stream of income. I don't have any cash flow outside of my job. You're in the highest risk position in the United States. Highest risk. You want to get out of that high risk position, build a second stream of income, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on that free sample class. So in the last segment, I was talking about this kid, the 16-year-old kid, who for some reason had been humbled to the point that he wanted to read and study and learn how to be a better person and how to excel and achieve in life. And he was given a copy of a Zig Ziglar book. And I guess I better tell you, the 16-year-old kid was me. 
and I'm not even sure it was See You at the Top, but it was a Zig Ziglar book. I think it was See You at the Top. And I read it, but I, again, I didn't just read it. I believed it. I believed in Zig Ziglar. I believed in what he was teaching. And I used it. I studied that book. I took notes in that book. Um, you know how they tell you not to dog-ear your book and not to write in your book? That's a bunch of crap. bunch of crap. You dog-ear your book. You write in it. You make notes in it. That's your book. You want to master the material inside a book? You can't treat the book like a, <laughs> I don't know, some 500-year-old manuscript. Tear it up. Buy two copies if you want one to be in perfect, pristine condition. But one of those copies, devour it. Study it. Write in it. Dog ear it. Get that information in your head. Now, the reason this story is so important to me is because as a mentor, I've interviewed 30 plus thousand people over 30 years. I have met hundreds that bought a set of books and CDs on real estate investing by a man named Carlton Sheets. Carlton Sheets. Not one of them had used the material that they purchased. Not one of them. When I bought Carlton Sheets' set of books and CDs, I believed it, took action on it, and as a result, have made millions of dollars in real estate. And the important word there is believed it. See, what I think most people are is, and, and it's very hard for them to admit it, but they're extremely skeptical of everything. They literally think everything is BS. They don't trust anybody, anywhere, anything. And like I said, people won't admit this, but if you look at their behaviors, you'll see the truth. I know people who have read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and made no changes to their life based off that material. And this is what people do. They buy an incredible book like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. They read, well, first off, they only read the first few chapters. They never finish it. But those who do finish it, put it down. And a year later, Someone asked him, have you read The Seven Habits? Yeah, I did, but it didn't work. No, you didn't work. You didn't do anything with the material. See, if you look at my education, it's not from high school or college. It's from books. Zig Ziglar at 16. I read that book. The quality of my friendships went up. The quality of my romantic relationships went up 
my grades went up. Everything that I wanted in life started to improve. And that was the beginning of my understanding of reading and how important it is to read nonfiction books, attend seminars, things like that. Then, about, I'd say 23 or 24, I was given a book called Think, Thinking Like a Tycoon or Think Like a Tycoon by a guy named Green, where he described how he had built massive wealth buying little tiny apartment complexes. I read that book. I studied that book. I devoured that book. Even did a couple of flips on my own as a result of that book. Um, but nothing major. It didn't really gel with me how important what I was doing was. I just kept working my job and focusing on the job and prioritizing the job. But then about 27, my job screwed me. I walk in, I've, you know, placed first place in a national sales contest. They sent me to Hawaii for a week. When I got back from Hawaii, they cut my pay by 20 grand a year. They screwed me. And it woke me up. And suddenly, that book, Thinking Like a Tycoon, became of great importance to me. It became the priority. And then I was up late at night because I couldn't sleep after the pay cut. And I was watching, and that's how I got Carlton Sheets program. And I think the initial program was only like 500 bucks, but then this boot camp was like 10 grand or 12 grand or something like that. And I took those. But again, I didn't just take them. I devoured them. I mean, the notes, I don't think there was a clean margin in that huge notebook that they gave me I wrote in every margin I wrote over some of their writing you know highlighted it studied it but most importantly I believed it I wasn't skeptical now I was fearful that I might not do it I was fearful that I might not be able to do it well but those insecurities were all on me, not on the material. The point that I'm trying to get across is you've got to believe the stuff or you'll never take action on it. If you let your skepticism, your pessimism, tell you it doesn't work, these books are not worth it, it's not worth it to... Then at the end of the year, when you've done nothing with the material, you're going to go, yeah, see, that didn't work. No, again, it was you that didn't work. You read the material, 
and then you didn't apply it to your life. And so a year later, you're convinced, yeah, that book was bogus. No, (laughs) you're bogus for not using the material. Test it out. Try. You've got to try. Use the material and try. You got to try it. You've got to apply it to know whether it works or not. I have never met one person that applied the seven habits of highly affected people that it didn't change their life. Never met one. Now, do I know a bunch of people that read the seven habits of highly affected people and did nothing with it? Way more than did. You've got to be reading nonfiction material and believe it and give it a try. This stuff works. All right, we got to go to break. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we've been talking about some books that changed my life. And the reason that they changed my life is because I believed them. I believed them. And I took action on the concepts, ideas, strategies. Now, did every one work for me? Nope. Lots of them didn't work for me. But there are certain strategies, and I can't think of anyone to give you an example. I just want you to understand this. There were certain strategies that worked for friends of mine that didn't work for me. And I have to openly admit that it was because I was doing it wrong. The strategy didn't quite gel for me. I didn't really understand it. So it didn't work for me. So there's nothing wrong with, let's say you read a book and you get five ideas, five strategies out of it, and you try all five and one of them doesn't work. Don't go, oh, the book was bogus. No, the other four worked. You just need to maybe go back and study the fifth one a little bit more until it gels. But the value of a nonfiction book, especially an autobiography, 
is like this. Take Ben Franklin's autobiography, which is phenomenal. He lived for 84 years. It will take you a week to read that book at most. Do you realize in one week you got 84 years of life experience? 84 years. And you lost a week of your life. He lost 84 years of his life to get that same experience. No, books are invaluable. They are worth every $20 book you buy can be worth millions to you if you believe it and if you apply it. And that's what you've got to do. It's like people who take my Saturday class and then don't do a single thing I say. Not one thing. Well, that didn't work. No, you didn't work. You didn't do anything with what you learned. You've got to take these events, seminars, books, boot camps. Seriously, believe them. Go ahead, take a shot. Believe them. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins' Unlimited Power. When I read that book, actually I bought the cassettes off late night TV first. It was a set of 30 CDs. You listen to one a day for 30 days. That group of CDs, I'm sorry, tapes back then, changed my life for the better in dozens of ways. And I didn't even adapt or try half of what he taught. You know, I took 10 or 15 phenomenal ideas away from that. He probably has 50 to 100 phenomenal ideas in that set of tapes. I took 10 or 15 of them and it changed my life because I believed and took action and that's what you've got to do as well so let, let's answer I'm, I'm sorry I've got a few emails sorry I didn't get to them earlier um, phone lines are open 281-558-5738 281-558-KSEV or email me it's steve at totalwealthacademy.com steve at totalwealthacademy.com Com. Okay, this is from a Morgan. I think this is a friend of the show because I get a lot of emails from Morgans. Get a landlord, $300,000 liability coverage. Uh, <laughs> 200 Okay, this is an interesting point. You're talking, okay, this is Florida. This is somebody listening in Florida. Um, I was wondering what was going on because 
we get $300,000 or $500,000 liability coverage on every single family home we buy. I'm not sure why this person isn't just raising the fee and giving you the $300,000 liability coverage. I've never heard of this, an insurance company going, no, we're not going to sell you more insurance. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think you better switch real estate agents. I would go shop four or five companies and not be stuck with this individual. An insurance company that doesn't want more money just doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, try try shopping three or four more insurance companies. I don't believe... <laughs> I don't believe that this is accurate at all, saying that they can't get more than $200,000 liability coverage. That's not enough. You need three hundred or five hundred. The other thing I'm worried about is that you don't have a umbrella policy. You need a million-dollar umbrella policy as well over all of your rent houses. So start shopping till you find those things. All right, good luck, Maureen. Okay, let's see. Phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. This next question is, oh, you got nine single families and want to know if a member of Total Wealth Academy would want to buy them. It all depends on the deal. Um, you can reach out to, I'll send you a link or actually an email address of one of my real estate agents. Um, and you can show it to them. They can do a cash flow analysis on it and find out if one of our members would be interested in it, Drew. So I'll send you that email and CC them, and you guys can get started. Okay. Remember, my email is open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Okay, this next question is about going month-to-month lease. I don't do that. Um, About the 10th month into a lease, I find out with a phone call, text, email, one or all of those I'm going to reach out to that tenant and say, are you going to renew your lease? If they say no, then of course I prepare to release it. But if they say yes, I do, I do not let anybody go month to month. And I sign a new lease every time. I don't do lease extensions. I do a new lease every time. So no, I do not recommend month to month. I want a full year lease. And again, new lease, not a lease extension. Okay, Let's see if we got one more. Mm, this is from Wallace. And whoa, that's a long email, Wallace. Good Lord. <laughs> you must have been typing the whole show. Um, yeah, I will have to address this after the show. Um, it looks like you have multiple duplexes 
you're using Section 8 tenants. I think the bottom line is that I'll read, I will read your whole email, I promise that, but judging from these first couple of paragraphs where you describe the problem, it's really a result of having too much Section 8. I won't allow more than 10% of my portfolio to be Section 8. So uh, I think that's your problem, but I will email you after the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.